Anyways, hi guys, this is a different format. I wanted to stream today and also thought it would be a good idea to, you know, just talk about some podcast stuff because there's a bunch of stuff that you can just talk about and yeah, you know, you can talk about it for like three minutes, but what's the point of making a video or a podcast about something that's only three minutes long? So we'll try something out. Um, also, it's Monday, so it seems like a good day to do some news talk about stuff like that um first things first i mean something that came up a couple days ago i guess on january 25th not that long ago sometime last week we have 21 savage na being named complex's best rapper of 2022 now when i saw that i'm sure just like everyone else watching or listening to this uh, you said no, what the f***, how dare you, Complex is just lying to us, and they are the worst publication in the world. Um, but then I actually read the reasoning for it. 21 Savage na being named Complex's best rapper of 2022. The video viewers of you who want to actually read it can see it here. Uh, the reason for him winning this MVP award is because of his consistent output, get out of your complex, no one wants your notifications, uh, improvement and evolution of his cadence and wordplay with every verse. Now, I'm not a 21 Savage fan by any means. I don't really listen to his music. I don't really go out of my way to say, ah, yes, let me listen to Mr. Savage. Let me see what that knife do. Um, I don't, I don't care most of the time. Um, but I'm never upset when he's on a feature because he always does okay. And, you know, it's actually interesting because, I mean, on the, in this article, they mention how he's kind of started his last year, 2022, off with a feature on Jid's album, or Jid's song, Surround Sound, which eventually got to his album. Um, and, you know, as you can see here, he was also on Gunna's track, and then obviously all over Drake. I Yeah, he was all over Drake. He showed up on... CLB, which last, or 2021, technically. Um, but then also he showed up on, what was it? Honestly, never mind. On, um, what the hell was that song's name? Uh, Jimmy Cooks. And then he was also on Her Loss. Well, I mean, Her Loss was a collab album. And, you know, it was, it was just interesting seeing that he's everywhere. And through this whole article, I'll also link it in descriptions and all that um he he seems very humble about it like he doesn't he doesn't think that he's that great um in fact he actually like later on they talk about um others such as j cole well who his peers are right like right here so who do you see as your immediate peers or competition and how do you stack up to other major artists and he thinks his peers are people like baby young thug Travis Scott, Lil Durk, Nudie, like, you know, people, he did do that feature with Nas, which, it just, it did sound, it, it, yeah, it sounded like a 21 Savage verse on a Nas song, <laughs> um, but anyways, he, he goes on to say that, like, these are his peers, which, you know, you would expect him, if he's being nominated or being called the best rapper of 2022, that 
oh, maybe he's going to be thinking that he's up there with, with Drake and them. Because, I mean, you know, you do a collab project with Drake, you think you're going to be hot shit, right? I mean, what was it? Uh, well, Future did that whole tape with Drake. Well, a couple tra- tapes. <laughs> um, and, you know, just to do a collab album, generally you would think that the artists are on a similar level. I mean, I guess in terms of popularity, they may be similar at this at this moment, but he doesn't really think so because, as you may have read further, it says, would you consider artists that you work with heavily, like J. Cole and Drake, your peers as well? Now, first of all, he's done like two songs with J. Cole, so I don't know why they said heavily. Yes, they just wanted someone who wasn't Drake to be included on that um, that, that comparison, I guess. Um, but he's like, nah, nah, very definitely no, because, you know, at 21, I mean, we've talked about it on, um, on OK, we're live, twitch.tv slash OK, we're live, but people like there's, there's a lot of rappers and artists out there that will just put out a project and then disappear. And eventually whenever they do come back, they're going to have a huge fan base still, but people like 21 Savage, while they have a pretty big fan base and they have popularity they don't really have that luxury to disappear and you know just be like nah i'm gonna go do something else um yeah like he he's very he's humble and very aware of his place in hip-hop like he's not gonna try to say that he's like one of the best-selling artists i suppose um i thought it was also very interesting that he didn't they didn't mention kendrick but when i first read it but I uh, I don't read good, so I didn't see that it just was talking about people that he collabed with or worked with. Um, the other thing throughout this interview, I mean, it's a little bit of a departure from just you know them calling him twenty one or uh, what was it called, rapper of twenty twenty two, was that later on he's mentioning or he's mentioned his writing process. Um, I don't remember where exactly it is somewhere somewhere in here. Um, we'll just we'll just leave this picture of 21 Savage up for now, though. Um, it, it basically said, like, in the past, like, songs like Bank Account, which, you know, pretty big song, he would spend, you know, he would just keep listening to that song over and over again and just to you know, make sure, you know, it would be a good song. And, but by the time that album came out, he kind of thought that it was bad and almost didn't put it on the album. But then when people heard it, they're like, oh, no, this, this is a good song. Or they, they, they liked it. So it was interesting that he said that. But now he's kind of switched it from, you know, listening to it all the time to just listening to it once when he records it. And then he just kind of throws it out there. It's like if it sounds good when he records it, he's going to rock with it. If it doesn't, then, you know, he's either going to work on it some more or just toss it. And, you know... As he's worked with Drake, he's kind of carried that same idea. Um, he said with Drake's project, what he would do is record a verse and listen to it as he would normally. He would then send it out to Drake. And then when he got it back, he would listen to the completed track. Um, and then, you know, just be done with it. And again, if it sounded cool to both of them, it got put out. Um I mean, I understand both sides of it. It's like for me, yeah, don't listen to it till to the point where you're just tired of it because, you know, that's going to happen no matter what. That's going to happen to pretty much every song you put out, every everything you do. 
Um, but you know, if you listen to it once and or a couple times, I guess, and you feel like you it's pretty good, you you know, you can just keep it pushing. Um, I think that was the majority of what I wanted to pull from this. The other thing that I thought was actually kind of funny was up here, I think. Um, yeah, when him and Drake were talking about, or well, before they talked about putting the collab together, he was like, I didn't want to look like a thirsty ass young rapper who was like, Drake, let's do a mixtape. Because <laughs> that's just kind of silly. Um, and then I don't remember where exactly this quote was in the context of the interview, but I, you know, that makes sense. I mean, he's, he seems like a pretty down to earth guy. J. Cole said something about that too. So I'm glad to see that it's not just people saying shit. Um, but regardless, I still didn't listen to her loss that much. I listened to it one time. I didn't really care for it. I mean, as expected, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not really a Drake or 21 Savage fan. That's not my cup of tea, but it was still, you know, people liked it. I appreciate it for what it was. It sounded like they were both having fun on it and they wanted to just, you know, yeah, like I said, just, just have fun with it. They didn't want to go out of their way to be like, oh, yes, this is going to be one of the best albums. They're not just wrapping their asses off. Um, and actually now, like, I know I, I know I went from uh, the webpage to single camera, but there was another part here right around right when he's talking about the writing process um how when both of them heard it in the club it just clicked and they're like oh no like, well damn this shit hard as fuck <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> I, I i don't know that i believe that it, he hasn't heard a project like this in a long time uh that's sure whatever and it was definitely an album <laughs> Now, again, people people really seem to like that project, and a lot of people I've seen did put it on their, uh, a lot of people put it on their top 10 list, and, you know, it depends on where you are, I guess, but, again, not, not for me. Um, moving on to, uh, moving on to the next, next topic, I suppose, um, but, I mean, just random announcements first, I guess, Slow Tie announced his third album's release date it's going to be march 3rd it's titled ugly and from the track that's out i don't know what to expect um i actually forgot the name of the track that was out or that came out but uh we listened to it last wednesday on stream unfortunately there's no vods set up because uh eh. um yeah i think it was selfish it was a very um very different but i mean i think we've kind of expected this transition for slow time especially based off of tyrant how it felt more self-aware i guess um and more experimental so i mean i'm definitely interested to see how it sounds or hear how it sounds um i don't i don't see sounds but um yeah tyrant was one of my favorite albums of that year so i have high hopes um, yeah, very, very experimental, very UK for sure. Um, the other music announcement that I saw that just maybe 
maybe an hour or so before I started getting ready for a stream, uh, was that Boz announced his next album. It's going to be titled, well, I assume it's going to be titled, We Only Talk About Real Shit When We Are Fucked Up. Um, I'm going to pull up that, uh, let's see. I'll try to pull up that out, or the cover for it. Will it let me know? Damn it, Instagram. I don't want to log in right now. Um, but you know, it, I don't know what to expect from it because I didn't listen to the single that came out and I think it came out last week. Um, I, I'm not going to listen to it right now just cause copyright and such, but, um, maybe afterwards, maybe after we, I stop recording, I'll, I'll put something up. Um, we only talk about real shit when we are fucked up. Sure, let's... Oh, okay. It just sent me to Twitter, and that... There we go. That's... That's what we get. It's it's more of a poster, I suppose. Um, but, you know... Boz, like... I always feel like he tries to make things sound... Get out of here! Stop asking for notifications. He... I don't know, like, sometimes his promotions make it sound very like edgy and dark but um whenever we listen to his music it's very or it's more upbeat i suppose uh i don't know what this album's gonna sound like again i didn't listen to that last song but um i'm definitely excited it would look really nice on the back of hoodie but you gotta be very careful with it otherwise it'll get messed up oh man now the other thing that happened recently which was pretty cool oh god it's you're the reason that there was a notification noise um but anyways the other thing that came out recently was that Lil Yachty album and oh boy it was different it was uh it was not what I expected and it was not what anyone else expected but you know I was I was here for it um again it's not something like in my in my what's it called video for it um can i okay in my i guess early impressions reaction video thing for it it i basically said it wasn't like my cup of tea i'll listen to it but um not something i'm gonna go out of my way to be like yes i need to listen to this every day all the time and but you know, that's just me. I don't listen to that sort of music because, um, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, the cover does, yeah, the cover is very, um, uncomfortable, I guess. Uh, and I think that's kind of the point because in the promo video, it made it sound like he's kind of going through it. And then even in the video for say something, it was just a fucking trip. Uh, I said in the video that I put out also that I don't know if he was trying to make it a, a concept album or if he's just trying something new. I think it's a little bit of both because, you know, it's, there's a con, there, there has to be a concept to it just based off of the track listing. Um, like there's random sun bits and vision. Um, but I don't know. Um, I feel like a lot of people enjoyed it 
but I think there's also a lot of people who are like, oh, you guys are only liking it because he's doing something different, which is kind of shitty because you have all the, like, it's almost like you don't want artists to experiment, I guess, or maybe people are just gatekeeping the artist. It's like, oh, I've been a Yachty fan forever. I like everything he li- he puts out, which is, which first of all, just stop lying. You, I don't know why you're selling that or saying that, like, <laughs> most people are not going to defend Lil Yachty to be completely honest. I mean, this is the person who said he didn't even like what he didn't even listen to Biggie or Pac or something like that. Like he doesn't, <laughs> he's, he's not necessarily just this full on rapper. And I think we've kind of known that. And what I do appreciate about this project is that it allows us to be like, Oh no, Artists can do other things. They can go outside of their own box. They can do whatever they want to do. Like they don't have to just stick to, you know, what they're known for. Um, so, I mean, I applaud him for that. Like that's impressive in its own right. Like I, I don't know how many people would be comfortable with doing something like this. I mean, obviously we have people like Tyler who just puts out a different, <laughs> different project every time he drops. But um, the only other example that I had was Gambino when he put out Awaken My Love, which was entirely different from Because of the Internet. Um, no, those are not titles for CLB. Um, but anyways, I don't know. I, I'm, still, I'm still not sure. I, I'm going to go back and listen to it at some point and get some idea of what's happening in this project. Uh, but it's it's definitely engaging from a just straight up musical standpoint. Like he when he said it was going to be live instrumentation, he wasn't lying at all. Everything's just instruments, so it's it's definitely it's definitely good in that sense. Now, moving on to the next topic because that's what that's what I got. I got a bunch of random topics. The IDK hoodie. Hell yeah. Um, the next topic, which I feel like honestly would probably be a better conversation for the okay, we're live stream, but I at least want to address it because I saw it earlier today. Um, is uh, oh god, I hate can I can I just say it? some people don't know how to make websites? Um, <laughs> oh god, why is it okay here? So, this is what we're gonna do. This is at a hundred percent zoom. Why is um, why is Beethoven so stretched out? And then as I zoom in, he gets fixed. This is definitely a um, a mobile first site. So you know, um, God. Anyways, as you can see, Beethoven sells his music catalog, including some of his major songs from the Migos, Twenty One Savage, and Lil Wayne. This has been a trend that a lot of people have been doing, and I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't think this article actually says how much he sold it for. Yeah, no, it just says that he sold it. But it is it is interesting because we've seen a few other people do this. I don't remember off the top of my head now, but it's been a trend. And it's like, on one hand, yeah, get your money. Cause then you can like, if you sold it for a lot, like, sure. Yeah. Totally fine. Like get your money. But you know, 
if you feel like that price is going to out like that price that you sold it for has to outweigh like your um your profits off of the music like just from streaming and um what's it called just having it played everywhere <laughs> essentially um i'm drawing a blank on the proper terms now but it's like yeah like if he sold it for a lot of money sure but i don't know zaytoven i guess he if you think about it too because i think what the article said is that this is including music from 2005 to 2022 this was a very specific sound period i guess and maybe he's going on to something else entirely and he wants to have a different sound going forward and if he is going with a different sound next uh maybe he's like oh i don't i don't need this like this like maybe he's seen the trend of these streams go down like i mean when was the last time you listened to a song from 2005 that was made by zaytoven like i i don't i i don't know like he, or he sold it to a publishing company so the company they sold it to was ultra international music publishing which sounds fake <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real place and you know now i'm actually curious let's see oh no it's mpa <laughs> i'm dumb it's just the way that that looks so fucking fake um yeah no it doesn't look right no that's exactly what i think it was i think it was that he saw the value of his music going down as time went on and i mean that's not surprising because while hip-hop is well i mean he doesn't only produce hip-hop but while hip-hop and rap is currently the most popular genre like it is straight up pop music it may not be that way forever i mean i I don't think it will be and there's a good chance that it's already been going downhill like and he's seen it um you know like i said i don't remember the last time i listened to a song from 2005 that was produced by zaytoven i mean again i don't know who produced every song ever but you know you can usually kind of tell especially like i think early zaytoven was mostly gucci main or a lot of Gucci Mane, and I, I don't listen to Gucci like that. Um, so, you know, it's interesting. Um, let's see. Patrick Moxie. That's a wild name. Uh, yep, he's father of trap. That That's kind of the thing. And I think he's also seen that trap music has been on a decline in general. Uh, between rappers getting killed and just people saying like no i don't want to rap about this stuff anymore like maybe that's what he's kind of going off of um he did (laughs) that's not how you that's that's a typo but (laughs) 3500 um yeah it's it's interesting for sure a lot of people are angry about it though and there's only one comment and ooh, ooh boy Welp. <laughs> we'll just uh, go right back to the top. <laughs> I'm not opening that link. But, you know, the point of it is it it opens up a discussion of when is it time to let go of your <laughs> your uh your music catalog. 
Like, is it whenever you feel like, oh, my my catalog has reached its limit? It's it's reached uh, maturity, I guess. Is it like a stock or is like it's an investment, I guess. So it's like when when is the right time to sell? And again, the idea of owning your catalog is always a great feeling. And but if no one's listening to it, it's just sitting there, I guess. Um, you know, especially if you want to build generational wealth, like you want to have some money. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, I think that's pretty much all I've got to say about that. It was just an interesting thing that I saw. Um, the, yeah, the only, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up, which I haven't honestly read into too much. I really just read the headline and I kind of left it at that. Um, oh God, this, this also is a very interestingly, uh, formatted website. Run DMC is over. I mean, so essentially what this is about is Run DMC has announced their final show at Madison Square Garden. Um, I actually don't know what or when it is. I'll, I'll be able to pull it up in a second, though. Um, and they're also announcing a documentary to celebrate their 40th anniversary. Um, this is obviously on the Rock the Bells page, which makes sense. Um, Rock the Bells is very for the culture. And, you know, Run DMC being one of the earlier groups in hip-hop are definitely a staple um the person that wrote this really wanted to uh impress their high school english teacher um sorry that's that's bullying um anyways (laughs) basically they are they are not doing anything else which i mean when was the last time run dmc had an album or performed i guess um i don't know but um here let's see there's there's so much jumping around in this article i feel like why are there so many i used to write a lot so formatting bothers me (laughs) um what what is this paragraph why is this paragraph a paragraph and then this is not the same okay um anyways i'm trying I'm, i'm really just trying to get important information and to be fair i should have fully read the article before i started talking about it um but now it's a journey that we're all gonna go on um the final show that we're ever going to do is going to be at Madison Square Garden in April. It's going to be the last episode of the documentary we're doing. Run DMC's last show ever because it's time for Run to go be Paul McCartney and for me to be John Lennon. we done what we could do. Yeah, sure. I mean, again, like, they haven't really been together as a group. I mean, they, yes, they've never officially broken up. But they've, you know, they haven't really put much out. Um, I mean, Rev Run had his show for a while. And um, and DMC does comics, <laughs> which is cool. Like, I, I'm totally for it. It's just, 
I don't think their main focus has been music in a while. So, I mean, why not? Why not go out with a bang? Um, you know, doesn't hurt. Um, yeah, like I, I really don't have a whole lot to say about this. I, I thought there was going to be more that I could just kind of pull just by, uh, by scanning, but, um, something about this. I don't, I don't like this <laughs> article. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but you know, shout out to them. Shout out to them for going out on a high note. Um, Adidas is not going to get a boost. I don't, I mean, they need it. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yep. This is definitely a, a uh, mobile page. <laughs> now I can read. <laughs> I got bad eyes. I don't know why I keep everything so small. All right. That's, yeah. I mean, that that's, that's mostly what I got here. Listen, most people view articles and all that stuff on their phones. So I understand why web pages look like this. However, you know, having the first four paragraphs be like that is kind of a turnoff. The rest of it, yeah, sure, it's formatted just fine. Um, but you know, anyways. Uh, Jamaster J. David, yeah, sure. It's interesting. So it's like they're saying that, or well, yeah, they're saying that they don't want to just keep, you know, acting like they're a group, even though they're not a group and they want to do their own thing. But I don't think anyone officially ever was like, no, the brand's broken up or whatever. <laughs> you telling me a country fried the steak? Um, but you know, that is a good, a good send off show. Here it is. We're going to, we're doing that movie idea. You'll see Ice-T come out and do a song with us. You'll see Wu-Tang come and do a song with us. Anyone can buy a ticket to that song. We're going to do it with Netflix or to the highest bidder. It's going to be a live production. Um, who wants to pay a hundred million to own it? Shit. Um, you know, I'm sure someone will pay that much. I hope they do. Um, the defiant ones. Okay. Yeah, sure. You know, you know, sure. I'm totally for it. Like, I'm curious. Um, I also like that this was included here. This, um, you know, hip hop turning, turning 50 this year. Like, yes, that's kind of cool. Like, it's an interesting coincidence that they, they're 40 years old or 40 years in the game and hip hop's 50 years old. Um, it's almost like, Rock the Bells might have some, some, uh, some, some, something going on with Hip Hop 50. No, I don't think they do. I think if anything, Mass Appeal has more going on with that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure. Now with all that out of the way, I don't know what else I got. Um, I can pull up. The internet real quick. I mean, the internet's always been up, I suppose. Uh, ew. Logic. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. That That's mean and uncalled for. I keep doing that, though. 
Uh, I can't help myself. Uh, you know, I think I think I can leave it there. I think I think I I don't have much else to really get into um in terms of hip hop specific stuff. This was mostly a test run to make sure that I can have something pulled up and talk about things and you know not have to worry about hitting record on my camera um because as far as the recording is going it's been about half an hour i spice uh i didn't listen to that i spice album but i have heard it's very interesting um there's been yeah i'm not gonna go out of my way to listen to it unless i really really want to um there's a whole lot of other things that dropped that i didn't listen to did Marlincraft drop oh he just dropped a song okay i'm just dumb i sorted uh the wrong way there were some other albums that i've been meaning to listen to that came out last week but just didn't get the time to or get around to it i ended up just listening to a bunch of like just a bunch of throwbacks really i just keep throwing on the throwback station on title mac maze is great you know i don't think mac maze is gonna hit me with a copyright strike Hey, uh, D Sharp, please, uh, please don't hit me with a, with a copyright strike for anything MacArthur Maze based. That'd be totally uncool. Um, here, let's do, shout out MacArthur Maze. Uh, they should be performing, yeah, they're performing next Friday, or no, this Friday, my bad. They're performing this Friday at the New Parish with... Uh, Yuckmouth, which is a name I haven't heard in years, but I'm I'm totally here for it. Um, it's they're doing they're doing good things. Um, Ian Kelly's got a feature coming out. I think it's actually out right now. Um, but yeah, uh, that was that was a that was a Twitch stream podcast thing. Um, I will now stop the recording. But make sure you check out twitch.tv slash bar for bar podcast to see what we do afterwards. Bye bye.